It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Hey there, everybody. It's Alexis Robin on the Bright Side. And today we're talking about identities and triggers, um, unwanted, specifically unwanted identities and idealized identities and how those... um, can get in our way and trip us up if we don't understand them and how to know what they are for ourselves. So um, in studying the work of Brene Brown and going through the Daring Way certification uh, training program, which is her body of work, um, as a way to support our work at P-Link Leadership, we learned about this concept of ideal and unwanted identities. And unwanted identities are things that you hope that no one ever says about you. So they're a little easier to get in touch with. Um, if, if you filled out this sentence stem, I would never want anyone to call me blank. Um, it's pretty easy to come up with your unwanted identities. Um, some of the things that came up when I went through this was I would never want anyone to call me messy or disorganized, um, uninformed or nervous, uh, controlling or needy. These are things that I just, I wouldn't want people to, to think of me or associate me with. I've had other clients who wouldn't want to be uh, perceived as incompetent, uh, wouldn't want to be perceived as um, not knowing how to entertain um, or being, you know, not being a good homemaker, um, not being the best at what they do, um, being mediocre, those kind of things. So you just, you can ask yourself, you can start to get familiar really quickly with your unwanted identities um, by asking, what would you hope that no one ever said about you? And then our ideal identities, and um, and this is really sometimes the word ideal hangs people up when we're coaching um, because it sounds like such a good thing, right? Like to this ideal identity. Um, really, I want you to think about it as um, your unrealistic or unattainable identity. And so this is really the um, the areas of your life where you want people to perceive you as showing up as something. Now, um, it's not... It's not the same thing as striving for excellence, where you might say, hey, I'd really like to be, um, I'd like people to think of me as a great host and entertainer, so I'm going to read a new cookbook. Um, It's more the extreme, right? I want people to think I am the best entertainer, the best hostess that they've ever um, seen at a dinner party. I want people to think that my home is the nicest home on the block. Um, I want to be the very best lawyer that ever lived. And so it's these unrealistic identities that we call our ideal identities. And when you, when you get clear about your ideal identity, it's almost a little embarrassing to share, uh, with your friends or family. It's, it's kind of, um, it's kind of like what we're trying to live up to that we hope, you know, that we hustle for. We want people to think of us a certain way. So we buy certain clothes, we drive certain cars, we say certain things, we read certain books just so that it looks like we are um, showing up some way. 
Interestingly enough, um, it has this has an interesting connection that I've seen to the whole Instagram and social media um, and photo phenomenon. So you're thinking about, um, I watched this video on YouTube when I was researching uh, social media because I have 13 year old twins and so I've been wanting to find out what's going on in the world with social media and kids and perceptions and there was this great video where this girl was taking um, she's a young woman probably in her mid to late 20s and she lived alone and and her Instagram account had her idealized identity and um, they didn't call it that but that's that was my perception and she would like she had these beautiful organic bell peppers on the on the counter and she's you know she takes this great picture and posts it and says you know feeling saucy and like she's going to be making fresh homemade organic pasta sauce tonight and then it shows her like posting that and turning around um, and grabbing a box of takeout food from the fridge and eating standing up in the kitchen with her fork and she never even makes the sauce and so it's this idea that we're putting out there this idealized identity of ourselves whether in word, in action, um, or on social media that we want people to see, right? We want you to see this version of ourselves, that we're fun and carefree, or that we're, um, you know, that we're constantly having these amazing vacations, or our family is perfect. We never get in fights. Um, and so the connection, though, what I want you to hear today is this interesting connection between unwanted and idealized identities, is that oftentimes when we are striving to become that ideal identity, that perfect hostess, the best lawyer in the world, um, super hip, you know, um, organic chef in your 20s, as this girl is kind of portraying herself to be in this video, um, we often run smack into our unwanted identities. So let me tell you how that works. So for example, um, I have a, a friend of mine who works in the coaching industry, and we were talking about this particular concept. And she said, wow, you know, one of the ways I want people to think of me is to be super dependable and to be kind. And, um, and really like those are the more realistic versions of what she's talking about. And that's how we often talk about our idealized identities, just a little bit, um, softer, right? Like, oh, I just, I want to be seen as somebody who's kind and dependable. Um, well, that sounds like a good thing, but really the way it manifests for her is that she wants to be seen as somebody who's dependable. So she says yes, every time someone asks her for help and kind, because it's nice to help people out in her mind. And she would never want anyone to say that she was lazy or that she was unkind. And so um, how that manifests is that she ends up saying yes to everything that comes her way and in, in the hustle for that ideal identity of being uber dependable, always dependable, always kind. And the result of that is she ends up taking on more than she can handle and running smack into her unwanted identity of not being dependable and not being able to get things done, which could potentially be seen as lazy, although she's working really hard. Um, if the results don't get done, people might think she just doesn't care and doesn't take care of things. So um, so that's how we run into it. Let's look at another example uh, where you have somebody who wants to be the hostess with the mostess, right? Like my ideal identity is to be as good, if not better than Martha Stewart, right? So I'm, you know, maybe I'm having a dinner party tomorrow for the 4th of July, and um, which is an independence holiday in the U.S. for our international listeners. And... 
um, I decide that I'm going to stay up all night making handmade decorations for the party and creating these, you know, really great new recipes that take a super long time, individual um, red, white, and blue berry tarts from scratch that, um, that take me, you know, hours and hours to make. And I'm, I do this because I want people to see me as the very best hostess they've ever experienced. And then the next day when the party comes, I'm exhausted because I've literally stayed up all night making these decorations and these little tiny, beautiful fruit tarts. And I have, um, and I'm, I have so much invested in how beautiful my house looks and how perfect the food is and how everybody's going to love it that when people show up and just enjoy each other's company and don't comment on my adorable homemade direction or uh, decorations and my homemade fruit tart, I feel offended. And because I'm tired, I end up running smack into my unwanted identity as, you know, disorganized and unfriendly hostess. Um, because I'm, I have not taken good care of myself. I've worked so hard to, to make this perfect that I end up, um, snapping at my guests, making snide comments, you know, taking the tarts and just saying, oh, nobody wants these anyway. Um, because I'm upset that they're not, you know, swooning all over everything. So, um, so those are two examples of how our unwanted identities, when we hustle, um, to, to become our idealized self or this perfect version of ourself that we often run smack into the version of ourself that we really don't ever want to be considered as. So how do you figure out what your idealized and unwanted identities are? Um, well, first you ask yourself the question, um, or fill in the sentence stem. I would never want anyone to call me blank. And as you do that, then you'll be able to uncover some of those unwanted identities. And then on the flip side, you want to be thinking about um, what you, you know, how you would identify yourself. What kind of um, words would you use to describe yourself at your most perfect? And really go for that kind of unrealistic. Like I would be, one of mine is to be unflappable. Like to be so composed that no matter what's going on, I never lose it. Um, well, that's just not realistic. I mean, we are emotional beings having a human experience. We're going to lose it sometimes, especially when people we love trigger us or a value is trespassed against. So it's not realistic to think that I could literally be unflappable all the time. Um, but when I strive for that and I try to kind of hold everything in, I often end up going right to my lack of composure, which is my unwanted identity. So, so ask yourself, what would you never want anyone to call you? Um, what do you secretly hope people think of you as and describe you as when you're not around? And then take those to the extreme, and those will help you identify both that, um, that unwanted and that ideal. And then notice when you are hustling for that extreme version of yourself, is that a healthy striving or is that striving for unrealistic expectations? And just try to dial that back. Maybe you can still have an amazing holiday party, but not have to make every single decoration from scratch. Or maybe you buy the crust for your fruit tarts pre-made. That's what I do because I know that if I stay up all night making those homemade little crusts, I won't be in good form for my guests. So, um, so just ask yourself, what can I do to dial this back to make this a little easier so that I'm not hustling for something that's unrealistic? Um, and pay attention to that. 
because when you run into those, they can be a big trigger for you in terms of your identity. So this has been Alexis Robin on The Bright Side. Great to have you this week. We'll look forward to seeing you same time, same place next week on The Bright Side. Take care.